0: If you're enjoying the show and want more, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. For as little as $1 per month, you'll gain exclusive access to the Loudpipes after show, The Downshift, as well as other content and sneak peeks available only to our supporters. Even $1 goes a long way, and we truly appreciate your support. Better yet, come ride with us. Step up to $5 a month and receive an invitation to the monthly video hangout and the Riders of Loudpipes private social network. Hang out in the clubhouse with other riders, chat with us on show topics, and so much more. You want free swag? Select the Barbershop level, and we'll send you a free t-shirt and an annual swag bag. That's right. Every year around the Barber Vintage Weekend, we'll refresh your swag with the items of the season. Loudpipes.net slash donate.
1: It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive
2: diversions. Recording from RW Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan.
0: Loud Pipes, episode 67. We're talking with a special guest this evening. We've got Greg Miranda from Two Brothers Racing. And I think we're picking a set of pipes for John Spider. Uh oh! Uh oh! Mr. Hogan!
2: What's up, man? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's uh-oh, up? Uh-oh. What song is that? Uh-oh. oh Uh-oh. uh-oh.
0: uh-oh. <laughs> uh, careful, careful. We're we'll going to take down notice. No. So, Mr. Hogan, what's going on? You got a beverage?
2: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm drinking a, a uh, Costa Rican beer. Trainga, I think is how you say it. It's a wheat beer. 5%. What he said. Pretty good. Yeah. In in translation it in translation it means brunette.
0: Aha. There you go. <laughs> ah. Well yeah, yeah. speaking of John Spider, Mr. Miracle, T D, what's happening?
3: Not much, guys. I'm trying to stay warm. It's a little chilly now down here or up here. Well, throw your liner in. You'll be fine. Oh man. <laughs> I got the, I just had some nice, nice chili grilled cheese sandwich. And topping it off for a Red's Apple.
0: Red's Apple wow. Ale. There you go.
3: Yep.
2: Chili and grilled cheese. That sounds really good. It was. The
3: wife likes my grilled cheese. So, 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 Rich, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I had a
0: really nice porter recently, and I decided to go that route again. And from Noda Brewing, this is their Coco Loco Porter, brewed with cocoa nibs and coconut. 6.2%.
3: In a can. In a can? Oh,
2: wow. Impressive. Let's give this a little sippy sip.
3: So Rico, you're, like when you talked about your beer, you don't seem too impressed with it. Actually, it's not too bad, you know. Okay. It's, okay, maybe, maybe I got the wrong impression then.
2: Well, yeah. The, the wheat beer, is, uh, it's an acquired taste, but it's still good nonetheless. Oh, this is good. I'm glad
0: I let it warm up a little bit. So, uh, pro tip. If you're drinking like a porter or a stout or anything like that, heavy malt, and if you have it in your refrigerator where you might keep like your you know, Budweiser or your Pilsner, uh let it let it come up to temperature a little bit. Not quite room temperature, but you know, let it warm up into like the fifties and you will appreciate it. This is good.
3: All right. Well mm. enjoy brothers. Beer segment
0: over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one quick reminder before we get to before we get to Greg and start talking about exhaust, uh, don't forget to share our Facebook post for an entry into the Smartphone Case giveaway. And as we've mentioned before, if you're not on Facebook, you can share it elsewhere and just send us an email uh, letting us know that it has been shared. Cloudpipes.net slash 64 will be the audio where we announced the giveaway and also the pictures are in the show notes for that episode. And this is the last episode that you'll hear about our giveaway until we announce the winner on our next show. All right, gentlemen, new topic. New topics for this episode is going to be pretty easy. As we said at the top of the show, we've got Greg Miranda, who's from Two Brothers Racing. And John had a conversation with him at the Capital City Bike Festival, which is episode what, John? 59. 59. <laughs> Thank you. And he was nice enough to agree to join us on the podcast. So, Greg, welcome to Loud Pipes.
1: Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. You're
0: welcome. So, w- where are you located? Sunny California, I know?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, to everyone, that would be uh, sunny, glorious uh, Southern California and Santa Ana, uh, to be exact. So
0: Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start with kind of like who is Greg. So we want to know a little bit about, you know, what you ride, sort of what you do. We know you work for Two Brothers Racing, but but let's start there and any other sort of interesting hobbies you might have.
1: Yeah, I mean, man, uh where to start? I kind of ride anything with two wheels, I guess. Uh Good. You know, man. I grew up BMX BMX racing and I still mountain bike when I can, you know, with a with a little baby. And, uh, I, I'll hit the spin bike, uh, as well. But, um, yeah, I've got a Harley, uh, a 2004 Sportster, Um, that's all bobbed out. And, uh, you know, I usually ride that thing into work every day, a lot of traffic out here in LA. So, uh, mm. we're always split lanes, which is still legal for the time being. It's the only thing we can do.
0: Lucky dogs.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I also still ride a lot of motocross. Um, I've got a KX450 and, um, yeah, other than that hobbies, uh man, just trying to fit everything in. I live uh close to the beach, so I grew up surfing. I still do a little bit of surfing. Well, so uh, I like to go shooting. Um so get a little bit of a drive out here in California to get to some open desert. But uh yeah, other than that, just uh, you know, kinda hanging around the bike scene and uh going to some of the uh Harley events we do or the sport bike nights, and um you know luckily there's a there's like a really cool bike culture out here, so it's nice you know there's always something to stone throw away
0: well, that's interesting you mentioned a little baby, so how do you find time to balance all of that? I've got um an eight and a five year old and you know Rico's kids are older than mine, but so he's kind of gone through that time that time frame but how do you balance all of that?
1: you know that's new to me i'm still <laughs> I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> Yeah, she's, uh, <laughs> she actually, what's today, she turns five months old here in the next couple of days. So she's cool. still a little one and, uh, you know, still figuring out her sleep program and, you know, her, her napping and whatnot. So luckily, uh, you know, between mom and me, um, she's got a little bit more of a flexible schedule being a, being a hairstylist and, uh, <laughs> so we make it work. So, you know, I get some time off to go do some fun stuff and try and give her some time off to do that. And, I'll usually just throw in the front carrier and we'll go, you know, cruise around downtown or do something. And, uh, you know, everyone loves a cute little baby. So yeah, I can't complain. (laughs) Nice. Cool. Wow. He's still got the new baby smell going on. Yeah. No kidding. Oh yeah. It's the (laughs) best man. You know, it's like having a new puppy. Everyone wants, everyone wants to stop it and you know, (laughs) pet it. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: So I'm sure you, you're already got your eye on a, on a bike for the little lady at some point yeah
1: well we go to the (laughs) desert a lot we do a lot of camping um so i mean the street's a little sketchy out here you know there's a lot of traffic so i'm still point where she's never getting a bike for the street but as far as uh off-road goes yeah i'd love to get her pw50 i mean just growing up with all the people we camp with there's a lot of kids a lot of families that come out and uh it's funny to see some of those little pws man they've been around for you know probably fifteen years some of them and just handed down to you know kid to kid and uh so I was thinking about getting one and, and just fixing it up and putting pink graphics and stuff all over it. You know, she won't be able to ride it for two nice. years almost, but <laughs> it'll be sitting there in the garage looking pretty for a while. That's yeah. cool.
0: That's how it starts, right? The next generation of yeah. riders for sure.
1: Yeah. It's exciting.
0: Awesome. Well let's talk a little bit about uh about the company. So what, what do you do for Two Brothers racing?
1: So for T Brothers, uh originally I started out, I mean I've always done sales here. I have a sales background. Um uh, when I started here it was more on the metric end, uh before we even launched our Harley program. Okay. And uh I've kind of transitioned over to ma- my main focus now would be uh Harley sales. So between the entire US, we've got two reps we kind of split down the middle and uh Oddly enough, maybe about a week ago, the other rep, he decided he wanted to go into the R and D department. So I'm kind of like mm. jungling both at the time. It's, it's a lot of work, but luckily it's, it's a good, you know, it's kind of a good time frame because we're going into winter while the States are really cold. You know, people are storing their bikes and getting snow and stuff now, but, um, you know, Harley sales opening dealers, um, you know, visiting accounts, you know, out where, you know, I met you guys out there at the Ray prize expo. Um. Yeah. you know, just fun stuff like that. So that's yeah, been, um, it's been exciting for us, you know, with, the uh, the new chapter, um, V twin and, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of growth and a lot of stuff to look forward to. Yeah.
0: That's, that's actually fairly new to me. I mean, I've always known of two brothers, of course, from the sport bike world, but so when did the Harley program start?
1: So probably just shy about three years ago, I would say, okay. uh, they, you know, we, we, we sat down and decided something, Hey, we, you know, let's, let's, Let's look into this. Um I mean Harley Davidson sales account for about fifty percent of all bike sales in the US. I mean, that's with every manufacturer. So, you know, there's a lot of meat on the bone in, in that industry. And um, you know, not just Harley's, you know, there's some other V twin stuff too that we're also working on in, in the works, but uh, you know, the Harley stuff is it's really cool, you know. Um a lot of a lot of people are getting off sport bikes and and hopping over onto Harley's, you know, a lot of younger kids and uh it's just, uh, it's a really cool scene right now. I know Harley's, you know, having kind of their ups and downs, you know, with, with the company, but they have been around a long time and I know they'll bounce through it. And, um, you know, for us just being a, you know, we're, we're a good sized company on the sport bike side, but, um, you know, we're, we're kind of not, we're crumbs, you know, when it comes to Harley compared to Hanson Heinz or Reinhardt. And, uh, for us, we're just, we're growing right now. So if, if Harley's not, you know, plateauing or even, you know, losing a little bit of, uh, you know, money, for us, you know, it's just, uh, we're seeing constant growth and, uh, it's, it's been awesome. So very nice. The only thing I
2: don't see is an Indian category here. <laughs> so you guys got plenty. You're
1: not of yet. Yeah. yeah, no. So, I mean, with just the Harley stuff, our, uh, gosh, our first pipe we came out with was, uh, for a dyna, a two into one. And, uh, we honestly had a period for this last month for about seven months. So we couldn't keep one on the shelf. You know, if we made 200 sets and the 200 sets came back from satin finish and from Saracote, Cer- uh, they went right out the door and, uh, you know, that was really cool. So we were constantly trying to keep up on the Harley product. And then not only that, when we had time, you know, squeeze in some new bikes or some new pipes, you know, we, we want to try and expand, but it was always a, a juggling act and, um, you know, putting your, your top five wish list up there and, you know, which one's going to be in the front. Right. So now that we've kind of got into winter and we've got a couple more people back in the R and D department, uh, we actually just got a couple Indians on the list that we finished some bikes up <laughs> for or some pipes up for. And uh <laughs> that'd be uh the scout and the scrambler. So yeah, for the uh for the scout, we we did a two into one on it. It looks killer. Uh I think they're gonna go with a stainless finish on it and a black pipe as well to you. And, um, I don't, we don't have dyno numbers on them yet. It's so fresh. Uh, we don't, you know, I've got a couple of spy photos, but you know, nothing on the internet. <laughs> and, um, for the scrambler, we ended up doing a slip on with one of our new cone designs. And, uh, the cone design would be something that, you know, similar to what we're using on pretty much any of the V twin stuff, which we're also going to start expanding that over into our sport bike side as well, too, because guys are looking for something a little more aggressive, something that sounds a little bit more like a GP bike, right? So, yeah, Indian is in the works right now, which is really cool. So it's it's you know it's another task that we're gonna have to uh, jump on and put on our plate as well. So you know, hopefully, it's a deep, badass rumble. So that's what's gonna sell it. <laughs> yeah, I heard the bike, and it is. I mean, it, it's loud right now. It sounds aggressive, you know. So. I haven't really felt out the Indian customer base yet, but I know with the Harley guys, you know, everyone's different. You know, you get into some of the bagger, the touring guys. You know, you get guys who still want stuff really loud. You know, whether they're yeah. you know more of a West Coast based guy, or you get the you know the older guy who goes out with rides on his wife, and you know, you want something a little bit louder than stock, but at the same time too, you know, you don't want to drown the wife out, and you want to be able to hear the speakers. So we got to kind of have something for everyone, uh, I guess, a good in between and. I think what hopefully we're going to be able to offer is like a interchangeable kind of baffle or a quiet core insert to where we can run just the standard pipe and it may come with the insert. So if the guy decides, hey, you know, I want to keep it a little bit quieter, he can, yeah. he can put that in the pipe or, uh, you know, if the guy wants something aggressive, he just runs it without it.
0: That's a good point with the insert. So I've just gone through that with my Vanson Hines recently. So you think you may just offer that as uh, something that comes in the box and would that be pretty easy to service out the back of the pipe?
1: Yeah. So, you know, we haven't finalized that yet, but typically on the sport bike side, for any of our mufflers that we do now, it's uh it's kind of an aftermarket uh part that you would buy. You get the muffler, you get all the hardware that comes with it. But if you want a quiet core insert, it's something additional you have to purchase. So we're kicking around the idea of maybe just bumping the price up a little bit for, you know, the two into one or one of the cone systems and throwing in that quiet core insert with it. Nice. Just so it gives that guy the option right away. Um but it may end up that we may just run it like our sport bike stuff where, you know, it's just a separate thing that if a guy gets the pipe and he decides it's too loud, he can all purchase it afterwards. Or, you know, you get the guy who loves just the sound of it and wants it to be loud and he's happy and doesn't even need that part. So,
0: Yeah, that would be nice. The user serviceability would be nice because, like I said, I just went through that with my Vance and Hines and the entire assembly. From what I understand, I didn't do, I had the dealer do it, but the whole system comes off the bike <laughs> to put the baffle in. So the way, kind of oh, the, way, really? <laughs> the way it's built, you know, that the outer heat shield has to come off, which is, you know, sucked into the back tip. So it's a whole disassembly. So it was a, a good bit that's of money. Kind
1: of a, yeah. That'd be a nightmare. Uh, ours is actually pretty simple. The one that that's in the works, it's going to be something where you just basically remove the end cap and, um, it would basically bolt right to what would be the outlet. You know, nice. you get an inlet and outlet on each side. So We're trying to keep it as simple as possible. All of the pipes we sell, whether it's a full system or a slip-on, they all come with instructions, step-by-step with photos. Um, They all have all the hardware you need. You don't have to go out and and purchase anything extra. So, I mean, that's kind of been one of our big selling features is that it's got everything included in the box. And if you're a little bit tech-savvy and you've got some tools, you can put a flip on system on and it's got instructions, you know, we've got videos online and, you know, we just try and keep it really simple, but you know, there are those guys who, you know, have the dealer do it and there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. And, um, you know, even the dealers will, use the instructions me. as well. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's no, there's no shame in it. You know, I won't, I won't yeah. call me one out. <laughs> Rich <laughs> R-
0: Rico will call me out. Don't worry about it, <laughs> but I'm just trading money. I'm just trading money for time. I just
1: don't have the time. Right. Well, there That's you go, the main man. Problem. I mean, if you make enough money, yeah, it's you know time is money. So, yeah, I guess I guess we're all just jealous of you then. Oh,
2: yeah, <laughs> <Hey>. big bowler.
0: I'm to get a new nickname here today,
2: <laughs> right? Bowler. What's the uh, going price for these?
1: uh, Your system for like the road glide. Road glide. Uh, so right now we got well. I don't know if you guys already touched on the subject in any of your previous episodes. Uh, the new 2017 baggers, mm-hmm. they made changes to the system. They uh, obviously updated the motor on it. So they decided that you know the head pipes are going to be a different fit, but also the mufflers, which they're slip ons pretty basic. Any guy can put those on there. I mean, that's, that's a 10-minute job but they fit, they used to fit from 95 to 2016. So, uh, you know, I think that's uh, about a 21-year span, um, which is a long time. And uh, on the 17s going forward, the right side tubing diameter is a lot larger. They're running what they like to call a high-flow cat, which to me doesn't really make any sense because you put a cat in a bike and it's, you know, there's no such thing as a high-flow. It stuffs it up. (laughs) But uh, so on all the 17s, we had to do a redesign on it. Us and Vance, Heinz, Reinhardt, everyone. There was a big rush to get them done. No one had anything for the Harleys for a few months. And um, we finally got them done. So we've got, a, we've got Chrome options. We've got a Cerakote black options. Um, at retail pricing, Chrome is going for uh, 6 dollars At a black, it's going for seven ninety nine. There's a couple in-cap options they can run as well, too. we got a carbon. We've got a anodized black aluminum um, with our logo etched on it. We've got uh, some other things in the works for 17 as well, too. But, uh, you know, we, we offer some headers right now currently for the 95 to 16s. Um, I think the only company that's doing anything for the 17s so far is Vance and & Hines. And, uh, you know, like I said, everyone's still trying to kind of catch back up and, and get on the 17 program because uh, it was a complete redesign. So everyone was Yeah, You know, kind of scrounging to get bikes and get them up on the lift and, uh, you know, get that stuff busted out. But, you know, not sacrifice quality, just for time.
0: Have you felt anything in the market in terms of the suit that Harley settled there with the EPA in terms of the engine controllers and things like that?
1: That's been a big thing. Um, You know, we're in California, so... For us, we've, uh, we've got our own, you know, uh, EPA out here called CARB. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, the California Air Resources Board is, it's very strict, you know. I mean, in, a, in most senses, we think it's stricter than the EPA.
4: Probably is. But, yeah.
1: um, you know, we've been dealing with that out here for many years. And all the dealers out here, it, as soon as the big EPA thing hit with Harley, no one even batted an eye. because you know, they've all been abiding by the, you know, the rules and regulations for years now. Got it. So they've been selling just the stuff that they can, which is basically anything that doesn't alter or remove the catalytic converter on a bike. So the, the touring slip ons and the street series, which would be the 500, for Harley. Those ones are the only ones that they can sell. Um, and oddly enough, the four to 13 sports somehow got away with not having to have a cat in it for that long. Hmm. So that's another one they can do. But, um, Yeah. Across the nation, there's a a lot of dealers who are kind of, you know, they're really gray and and this is all new to them. So some of them are pretty scared to, you know, even sell aftermarket exhausts. There's other guys who are just selling slip-ons with intakes and then a new street tuner that uh, Harley came out with. But, you know, there's just, uh, there's a lot of people who, you know, are kind of fearful that they're going to have to sign a big check to the EPA and, you know, their their dealership's going to close down. So, you know, it's, everyone's got a boss and, you know, I, I can hear in some of the parts managers, uh, you know, tones of their voices when, uh, you know, they're like, ah, oh, we can't sell that stuff. I mean, because it's basically like a pay cut. Yeah. You know, you can't sell aftermarket exhaust anymore. And a lot of guys are like, dude, hey, that was, you know, 30, 40% of our business. Hmm. But at the same time, you know, we've all got someone that signed a check for us and, uh, you know, kind of got to do what they tell you to do. So, All
2: right. Let's talk about some of the accessories you can get for some of the bikes on top of the exhaust system. So we got the power tips, we have some replacement kits, uh, the juice box. And uh, overall, let's talk about the performance gain you will get with uh, adding these different stages.
1: Well, I guess we can start with the power tips. The power tips, basically, you know, they're more of a sound reduction thing. You're not gonna gain power if you're the guy who's out there at the track trying to improve your lap times. you know there's a give or take some of the tracks require you know decibel rating, so you kind of have to run by that, but at the same time too, you know the more you constrict a pipe and you quiet it down, you're gonna lose a little bit of performance so we sell quite a few power tips you know a lot of people work early in the morning and they don't they like pissing off their neighbors, you know so that's uh that's another big one uh, really rich. uh yeah What's up with that but uh. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, people are kind of, you know, sound is the funniest thing to me. People will call in and try and describe, you know, well, what does it sound like? And, and to every person it's, it's, it's impossible to describe the sound. They got to hear it for themselves. So I kind of, I kind of laugh when people do that, but I, I give them, you know, the, the best, uh, you know, the best answer I guess I could come up with as far as what I think that pipe sounds like. The juice boxes, it's funny you bring those up. We actually discontinued the juice boxes a little over a year ago. So we no longer carry that product. And then I like to say we'd make it, but, uh, Dinojet was making that for us. who makes all the power commanders mm. and, um, you know, our margins weren't very large on them. We were, uh, right. you know, we were slightly making a little bit of profit on it, but we were also, I guess what you would call the, you know, the tech services, you know, number when a guy was having trouble doing the install by himself. Yeah. And those things, I mean, if you can't put a <laughs> flip on exhaust on you, you're having guys try and put on juice boxes. And, uh, for a few of these guys, it was just nightmares. You know, we yeah. had guys who were who are trying to, what they thought was plugging it into the battery, you know, the negative terminal, the battery wasn't the battery and, uh, you know, plugging in wires, it just like to the wrong injectors and all kinds of crazy stuff. So, um, we decided, Hey, let's focus on exhaust. That's what we're good at. Um, let's let the guys who, you know, make fuel controllers do the fuel controller thing. So we no longer do those. Unfortunately, it was a nice, I, I would say like compliment to our exhaust systems, but, uh, you know, we're working on some other things for Harley, some, some, accessories maybe some pegs or gas caps just you know a few items for for different bikes moving forward into 17 we'd like to have a couple things that complement you know everything you know for the new uh scrambler out there you know we're thinking about doing a bar kit and uh, a fender eliminator kit and you know we do quite a quite a bit of fender eliminator kits for the CBRs or ZX10s and um you know some of them even come with them so you don't have to purchase them but yeah, I think moving forward that's I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that uh you know, we're, we've been sitting down and being like, okay, you know, here's here's some really popular bikes right now. You know, what are guys looking for other than exhaust on them? So, you know, guys love Two Brothers, which is rad. It's been, we've been around a long time, luckily. And, uh, you know, I think people will definitely eat up, you know, some cool other things for them.
2: I see you got, like, you guys are tapped into the Victory Cruisers as well. So how's that going for you?
1: Yeah, um, that was, you know, the direction on that's still a little up in the air. I know it seems like Indians kind of took a little bit more of a a front row seat lately, but the big one for us would be, I don't know if you guys know Tony Carbajal. He was, um, one of our stunt riders for many, many years. And, um, Tony's always been a a sport bike stunt guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he's been in a lot of movies and done all kinds of stuff. And, uh, he hopped on with victory as one of their kind of head ambassadors. So, you know, he goes out to Sturgis. Um, he was at Daytona bike week. He goes all over the place for victory doing all their, uh, bike debuts and stuff like that so since he was on our team we decided hey let's make some pipes for it and uh you know we've made some pipes and uh you know they were selling pretty decent it's just uh you know it, it's a full-time job trying to tap into a new um a new market like that you know something like victory and it's going to be the same way for indian um yeah. you know you call harley dealers uh and get all set up with all you know there's around 760 or a little bit of love that and uh that's a lot of work. So now you could do the same thing with victory and the same thing with Indian. Yeah. The, the victory stuff turned out really cool.
0: Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head there, Greg Too the Indians taking the front row seat over at the Polaris stable. And, you know, I'm a fan of victory. Actually, I think the pipe that you have on your website for the gunner is one of the best sounding pieces that you have, but you know, until Polaris sort of, I guess, picks one or really sort of affirms the direction you, know, you kind of got to kind of got to wonder right how long is victory going to be there if indian takes over all the sales
1: yeah and then man you see polaris with the side-by-side market they just are dominant and they had a really big push you know they kind of they kind of got a little bit of lucky or got lucky with yamaha and their whole crutch with the lawsuit you know people getting injured so polaris and and can am definitely uh really took off at that point and now i see them doing the same thing with indian but um Absolutely. Yeah. With the victory stuff, man, there's that pipe fits, I think, six different bikes. And it just kind of goes to show you how similar a lot of them are, you know, using the same frame setup and motor and all that stuff. So it's, uh, like you said, you know, they really need to pick a couple things and really focus on those ones and moving forward and growing. You know, those, cause you offer, you make, you give people too many options mm-hmm. and it's just a can of worms, you know? I mean, they can't decide. So you got to keep it simple for a lot of people. And, uh, that's, that's what we noticed here. You know, we, we were offering a lot of options for sport bikes before, I mean, at one point, I think for one of the bikes, we had 10 different muffler options, <laughs> all for slip-ons. And the guy goes on the page and he's just, you know, I don't know which one to choose, which one sounds better. You know, does this one look better on the bike? And it's like, okay, let's simplify this. Let's bring it down to like four, maybe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they all sound the same, they all perform the same. It's just, it's a different finish. It's a different look. And that's actually, um, you know, it's been easier for us. and I think it's been easier for the consumer too, because, uh, you know, we kind of give them uh, the, basically the top four that people are picking all the time. And, um, you know, people haven't called and complained about it. It's, uh, you know, it's been, you know, like I said, probably a, a gain for them because they're not sitting over there freaking, you know, scratching their head for a week before they finally decide.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the finishes a little bit. The, from what I've seen on the website, and I've, I've only seen a couple of these in person, but the finishes are, are really well done. Can you talk a little bit about those options, especially that ceramic one?
1: Yeah. So um, on the Harley end, we uh, were doing a, a Cerakote on there. It's a black Cerakote. So uh, nice. Yeah, really nice finish. I, I dig black. The only, the only problem with black is black is very temperamental. You get anything metal around it, it's going to scratch. <laughs> so when you do an install on it, you know, you definitely want to be careful. Use some masking tape when you're putting the collars on, um, you know, so they're not sliding up and down the head pipes, scratching them up, but black, you know, a lot of guys really love black because, you know, just the way a lot of the bikes are coming now blacked out. So that's been a uh, real popular for us. The, the stainless does extremely well also, uh, just cause it gets some character. you know, you get some golding and some purples and some really cool colors. You know, it just shows the welds off. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a pipe you can clean up too. If you ever want to take a, you know, um, a Scotch Bright pad and some WD 40, you can make that thing look brand new. So that's a cool thing with stainless on the Harley end. All of our chrome is uh, plated by an HD certified plater. So it's real top quality stuff. Again, we're using the same stair coat um, for the black options on those mufflers. And then I guess bouncing into sport uh, bikes or, um, I guess, you know, what you call adventure, anything on the metric side. Right. There's quite a few options. You know, there's, there's two different carbon options. There's their traditional like aerospace carbon weave, which everyone's familiar with a little gray and black dots. We have what's kind of signature to us, our pa- our TBR carbon pattern, which is a little bit more you know, in those little triangles on the carbon. And, uh, you'll never see that. I mean, instantly you see that, you know, it's two brothers pipe, if it's got badging it or not. Yeah. It looks
0: real nice on a sport bike. For sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, definitely been one of our po- most popular sellers because that particular Carbon, we did in an all-black series. Man, I think we introduced the black series four or five years ago. And everyone's got to have the black series. They like the all-blacked-out pipe. And, you know, they're right. Black goes with everything, you know? It's, it's almost like putting on uh, a T-shirt. You know, you're wearing, uh, any color pants, you can throw a black t-shirt on and you, you don't have to worry about mismatching. So
0: absolutely. Yeah. The black ceramic for for my money, that black ceramic with the carbon tip. That's, that's nice.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's done extremely well. I mean, especially, uh, touring is, uh, you know, for Harleys is, uh, it's still coming around because you notice the bikes, if you go into any Harley dealership, uh, there's so much chrome on those things you oh, know? Yeah. and a lot of guys, you can't, you can't put enough chrome on there you know it's like if they could just Rich. stack chrome on chrome on chrome they would do it <laughs> but uh they're starting to make some more bikes nowadays with uh, a lot more black parts on them and uh it's cool to see you know for the guys who are out there if you happen to see them you'll see a lot on the west coast but it's uh it's transitioning over more towards you guys and um, blacking out a bike takes a lot of work you got to take a lot of parts off and send them out for coding and uh you know, it's really cool that Harley's kind of catching on to, Hey, these guys, you know, are starting to get into, you know, blacked out parts and blacked out bikes. And, yep. you know, they're slowly adding, you know, some more black features on them. So we've been selling a ton of pipes, uh, in the black series for, for the dinos especially, but touring is, uh, you know, I would say we probably sell at least maybe six to one right now. Chrome's over blacks
0: and different finishes too. It's nice to see that you know, you have a, a black, that's kind of a matte finish, but then you can get more of a polished tip so you can get that contrast. So really nice. Stuff.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's what a bike's supposed to be. Uh, you know, all the Harley guys, they call, they call them me too bikes, you know, when yeah. a guy goes in and he <laughs> oh, he, he sits down at the table, He's says, I, I want to get something different. You know, I want to, I want to have a bike that's me. And he goes, I'm, I'm thinking maybe like a black road glide. And you know, then these guys are like, Oh gosh, you know, it's going to be a me too bike. <laughs> Is uh, you better remember your license plate number if you're running the same pipes and same color matching color and everything out there? You you see a lot of them, but uh, you know Harley's slogan for two years, which was cool, was "Roll Your Own," and uh, it was rad to see all the guys out there, all the custom stuff that they're doing, and that's how every bike should be. You know, it should be a like a, a fixture of yourself. So you know, I, I love seeing those kind of bikes on the road.
2: Noticing too here, you guys have a, a high flow intake systems as well. So is that like? different stages you can do do you have like a stage one stage two stage three type of thing going on or no
1: well the high flow systems are actually uh yeah those things are pretty trick I, i've never seen one out there in the market and it kind of blew my mind um uh, i don't know if anyone's ever developed them uh, i've never seen one for sale before but you get two options so you can run a high flow um intake which canin actually makes our filters for us they uh they make them to our specs uh, we've got a cap that would go on there that utilizes basically the, the air filter. Um, you gain about four horsepower you know, without us doing any fuel tuning on it. We got about four horses on the dyno. And then we offer another options, basically where the cap would be on the side, it's threaded. So you can unthread the cap. We have a separate section that slides in. It's got about a, a four inch piece of tubing with a straight, what would be a screen with no filter. So now you're running a velocity stack. Mm. With the velocity stack, it's, you're 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 allowing more air through. You know you don't have the filter to kind of slow it down a little bit. So it's a straight air induction system, um, and you gain a little bit more horsepower. It's something you would see guys out in the drag strip with, or something, you know. Yeah. So guys, it, I just think it looks really trick because everything's CNC. Um, it's definitely pricey. You know, uh, at 500 bucks, it's it's definitely a pricey intake, but it's just a it's just a showpiece, and um, it's kind of cool having both those options.
0: Well, in the premium market, it's not that expensive. If you look at you know Roland Sands Performance Machine, that oh, stuff's yeah. five hundred bucks all day.
1: Do those, I mean, they make some great products. I love PM. PM makes some awesome stuff. Every time I go to you know one of the shows, uh, I love stopping by their booth and checking out their products. They're you know they're really innovative and they got some really creative people over there. And uh, man, they make they just make some really clean stuff. But like you said, yeah, it, it it's not cheap, but you get what you pay yeah. for. And, uh, you know, Roland Sands does have that, uh, that slant carbon, um, intake too. And I, I think that's a great looking intake as well. You know, I can't take away from that. Yeah. There's a, it's cool to see guys out there, uh, you know, thinking outside the box and just making some really cool, some really cool products that, you know, save some money up for
0: another option. And maybe you can, can clarify this for me. Does the cap go under that velocity stack? So does it always have the same look on this unit?
1: So it's got a different look. So basically, if you're looking at it from the side, uh, the cap would thread on. Mm-hmm. So basically from the side, you just have a straight cap. And now the whole uh, filter portion on the outside, the blue, what would be the blue filter, because we're using blue filter oil. Right. Uh, that's just a high flow filter now. If you take the cap off the side, that comes off. The velocity stack, basically picture a cap that was already on there with about a four-inch piece of tubing that slides in. And it blocks off the entire filter area around from allowing any air through there. So all the air is being forced straight through the little uh, wire screen that we have. So you're allowing a lot more airflow through There's There's no foam filter behind it. Got it. So, you know, you may may keep up on the oil changes if it's raining or if it's super dusty or dirty out, you know, probably don't want to be riding with velocity stack.
0: (laughs) Well, I was just, I mean, just meaning... You always see that sort of that wire mesh of the stack that's always visible, whether you have the cap in or out. It's
1: not no, it's not always visible. Yeah, so uh, I mean, if you're running the velocity stack, yes, you will see the wire mesh. Got it. But if you're not running it on it threads, you take that whole piece off and you put the cap on.
0: So maybe Rev Two, they should just make a a double threaded unit. So you thread the cap in and you thread the velocity stack, sort of the wire mesh right back onto the cap. So you always have the same look.
1: Yeah, That'd no, I think you're saying. Yeah. Ours actually kind of flares out on the end of it. So, I mean, it would be a complete redesign and, uh, you know, they do all right. We're, you know, we're not setting the world on fire with them. So I, I think as far as my totem pole goes, I'm going to have to put that one at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> it looks, uh, it looks yeah, cool.
4: though.
1: Oh man. The, the, the guy we uh, had designed it for us back there in R&D room, he spent a lot of time on it. And, uh, I just, it was a lot of trial and there and, uh, you know, it's, it's a badass product for sure. It's just, uh, you know, like I said, if it was one of the things I was selling like crazy off the shelf, I'd be like, "Hey, let's make another version of this thing, and uh, you know, let's make some changes."
0: <laughs> the r dub version. <laughs> All right, so Rico, you want to talk uh, sport bikes a little bit? I know that's your—that's deep in your past in terms of riding and wrenching and things like that.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I've known two brothers forever. You know, back, you know, you you asked the question: the 2000 R6 putting the two brothers on that back when I think when you guys were sponsoring the star boys back in the day, uh, up in Akron, Ohio, you know, the two brothers exhaust is all you saw in Cleveland. It's just, you know, that they are pipes and, you know, you can tell when you had a two brothers bike coming down the street, because it was, <laughs> you know, it was loud. It was, um, unique sounding and it. Like the styling was just, you didn't see it everywhere. I just lost. Uh, You didn't see it every year. You know, you know, you didn't see a lot of bikes without it. But when you saw the bike, you knew it. Once you heard it, you knew it was a two brothers. And one, you see it, you know, they had a different style. Like I said, the black carbon with the diamond stitch and you had the gold. What color is that? Is that that gold color or something another?
1: I can't remember. The- uh, well, yeah, well, we had gold in inlets and outlets on each side. I mean, we've done a couple of things, you know, just, just a little color accents here and there They had the gold, uh, in cap bolts you could put on there. I mean, shoot, we offered gold, green, blue, red, you know, just to kind of let, let people customize them and make them, you know, whatever look they wanted their bike to, you know, color wise or style wise. Right. Right you know, we did, a, we did a lot back in the day. Um, I mean, this whole company started out of a garage in 1985, you know, with Craig Arion, and his brother and Craig still owns it to this day. And, uh, you know, we've, we've got a really nice facility out here. We're lucky to have, you know, a couple mandrel benders and, you know, a whole bunch of guys at welding stations and stuff. But, uh, yeah, um, uh, we used to work a lot with race teams, uh, Honda, especially, and, uh, we still do a little bit more on a smaller scale, I guess now, um, just, you know, the larger you get, you know, we kind of try and pick and choose our battles. And I think now we're a little bit more consumer, um, driven. So we try and go to a lot of those events, but, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you hear a bike coming down the road and two brothers has always been known for having a different tone, something kind of, you know, deep and throaty, you know, not, not really raspy, but yeah, you, you see that pattern on the side. And like you said, there there doesn't even need to be a badge on it. You knew exactly what pipe that was.
2: (laughs) Yep. Yep.
1: My brother had uh, on his one thousand Gixxer. Oh yeah, what year is his jixer He had a uh, two thousand four. Okay. Yeah, Are you you want to know our uh, the best song pipe we've ever had? Yeah, jixer a, a, a Gixxer 600, 750, six hundred seven fifty oh six oh seven. It nice. was a shorty pipe. It flipped on. It was almost a little GP style looking. Came out before the rear tire. It sat low. It, it sounded great. It was loud. It was it was throaty. I mean, up until this day, we still get guys who buy brand new oh six oh seven 07 pipes like crazy. <laughs> and, uh, it blows my mind. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it was just a great sounding pipe. It was uh, a shorty pipe. It, it was something new out in the market back in, you know, in that date range that no one yeah. was doing. And, uh, man, I think in the first year we started doing it, I, I can't remember when we launched them probably right around that period. We sold a couple thousand of them, um, you know? I don't even know how many bikes they put out that year, but uh, you know, I would like to say, right. you know, we were on, you know, eighty percent of A lot them. of them, yeah. A lot but, of them had it. Yeah. We still I you still get a guy who calls in and as soon as he men- mentions a Jigser six or you know, uh you kinda go, Okay, I'm waiting for the oh six oh seven and sure enough he's like, Yeah, I got oh six oh seven and <laughs> so it's uh yeah, it's it's cool. You know, there's there's specific bikes that uh a lot of guys uh just really dig the styling on it, not only that the sound. So they we get a lot of uh, a lot of the guys calling and just be like, "Hey, first of all, man, uh, my first bike I got was this, and uh, loved your pipes ever since."
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm just getting the t- taste into the sport bike world. Actually, I'll be uh, inheriting uh, Rico's 2000 R6 as I said in the email. So that's kind of why I was asking. As I get tracking that thing, I'm sure I'll be needing some spare parts <laughs> over time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully not too many. Yeah, because. Uh, Put some sliders on that thing. If you're taking that to the track, <laughs> yeah. get some good leathers. But uh, yeah, you know, um, we we only go back to '03. I know we had we had spoken about that a little bit before, and uh, we used to go obviously, you know, way further back. It's just as the years kind of move forward, um, we yeah, get less it's nobody and less demand for some of the older bikes, and uh, you know, we make still a couple hundred uh, uh, different parts out there, whether you know from headers to slip-ons and all that for different um, different models. And, um, if we kind of go back and look at the numbers and, you know, if it, if it took us, you know, three years to sell through 40 sets of slip-ons for, you know, say a 2000 R6, um, when we start running out of that current part, they'll say, all right, you know, we're just going to discontinue that one. And every year we add on, you know, I don't know, I'd like to say maybe, you know, 25, 30 new part numbers, depending on how many bikes we do. And. You know, at some point you got to kind of let, start letting some fall off.
0: Yeah, thin the herd. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. You, you see that with bikes. You know, brands will will sort of get real, real thick with the the bikes that they offer. You know, slightly different models, different revisions, and then you kind of realize, okay, we've kind of got crazy with the models here, so let's trim it back a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's you know we got to be smart about what we're building, and uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, there's overhead and. You know, you just don't want stuff sitting in a box. You want to make sure, you know, that that there's still interest in there, out, out there for people to to purchase them and pick them up. And, uh, that's the main goal. So yeah, uh, there's still a lot of models too that, you know, come full circle. You know, a lot of the old Hondas or, you know, even the Hawks nowadays, uh, back, you know, yeah. people, yeah, you know, they, that was their bike they had when they were young and now they get older and they're kind of, you know, I want something to, to tinker on in the garage and, you know, I get a wipe down and you know, take first spend spin every once in a while and they're buying these old bikes and, you know, fixing them back up. So, yeah. uh, you know, we'll start getting calls on that and it's, it's just cool, you know, to see people, uh, kind of coming back around, you know, oh, I had this thing back when I was 17 and, you know, I'm, I'm 50 something now and, uh, man, I really want to get this thing fixed up. So cool. Yeah, that'd be us.
2: So do you guys do any custom
1: motors? Just
2: curious, uh, motor builds Motors. <laughs> no no no
1: sorry.
2: Uh, yeah, sorry that didn't come across. Uh no, any custom or- orders as far as pipes are concerned. Oh, orders. Yeah.
1: Not really. Um you know, there's a couple like moto vloggers, um we're doing some stuff with uh Suburban Delinquent. Mm-hmm. Uh where we'll do custom uh badging. Uh you know, there's some small things you can change out with bolt coloring and stuff like that for the sport bikes. But we're not really doing too much custom stuff our orders we typically do for, you know, making headers and slip tubes and all of that, all those good parts are around 50 um quantity at a time because we've got to change all the tooling on the machines and reprogram them. So uh, you know, we're gonna get into making some custom bikes for some magazines and stuff, hopefully here this next year in seventeen and kind of get back on that like we were doing in the early stages. We've gotten a little bit more help back there. So that's definitely going to help out. But um yeah, we just got to a point where, uh, you know, you're getting so many orders and with big distributors, uh, you know, it's just kind of like, man, we don't really don't have time to be doing, you know, kind of one-offs as much anymore, which, uh, you know, it's definitely a bummer because people love seeing that stuff, you know, custom bikes that we used to do all the time and for Rolling Stones and, you know, James Stewart. And I mean, you name it, we've done a bunch of celebrity bikes and, you know, people always, you know, bring those up when we we'll go to shows. Nice.
0: Well, one cool. of, one of the things you, you do have that I think is cool because in addition to, uh, possibly doing some track days this year is I also want to build a bike. So I think it's cool that you guys offer this, um, you know, custom stainless tubing. You can kind of assemble your own little exhaust setup if you want, you know, based on some of the, the basic components that you have here.
1: Yeah. I mean, the build your own section is, uh, it's pretty rad. You know, there's a lot of guys out there just custom building bikes, you know, a lot of younger kids, a lot of older guys. And, uh you know, no one has access to, you know, two benders. Yeah. I don't
0: have a mandrel bender.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, unless you want to cut and weld the pipe, you know, 20 times to get that, you know, U bend you needed. Um, (laughs) it's nice that, yeah, we offer that option, but, uh, yeah, I mean, even on the sport bike side, you know, we, we're willing to sell just, just straight mufflers. You know, if a guy, uh, wants to make, you know, a custom one for uh, a T-Rex or, you know, he's doing some small displacement, you know, kind of race car, you know, with the Jixon 1000 motor or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. we'll sell these guys mufflers um, and they can put them on there. I mean, there's going to be no warranty for a product that we never, you know, made one for, but right. you know, we're happy to sell you a muffler for it, you know, or if you want to buy some of that tubing as well to you and use some of that stuff, it's, you know, it's at their disposal. So.
0: Yeah. I love this, especially this, like you said, the U-shape bend, the full 180 degree bend to just buy yeah. a couple of those and leave them lay around. I mean, you know, cut them in half if you need it. It's like, that would just be ideal. I mean, for a guy like me, who's, you know, maybe got a, a cutoff wheel and, and a basic welder, you know, I don't have tubing benders and things like that. So that's nice.
1: Yeah, it's definitely cool. I had a guy actually just called me yesterday and he was building, uh, I forget what kind of car it was. It was a race car. Um, and they're running Jixxer 1000 motors in them. he said, and, uh, he's like, oh man, I, I he took a pipe off an R6. And oddly enough, we we're just talking about that. And, um, he goes, you know, do you guys have any different kind of tubing for it, you know? And I was like, well, yeah, we've got a lot of slip tubes. I I just can't tell you what's going to fit your, you know, your application. We never, you know, we've never built them for, you know, that race car. I said, but if you want, you can jump on, you know, the the build your own section and see if they get a piece of tubing on there, that'll work. Or the yeah. easiest easy thing to do is just basically take what you have. If it's slightly off, cut it where you need it to be cut and, you know, add a piece of tubing and weld around it, you know? So yeah, there's uh there's a lot of guys who uh the other cool thing as well is um, you know, the mufflers themselves are pretty universal. Having a, a muffler bracket that slips around the canister and um can slide kind of forward and back. Um if a guy gets one, say from, you know, year two thousand R six and he wants to put it on um his Jixer, he can he can call in and he can buy just a slip teeth portion for it, you know? Nice so we get guys all the time getting mufflers from their buddies or getting a new bike and they kept their old pipe, so uh, you know, we don't tell those guys, well, you we got to buy a new system. You know, we just, uh, we want to keep them stoked on the product and, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot cheaper than having to go buy, uh, something brand new. And if, especially if their muffler is still good. Yep.
0: All right. Well, let's not, let's not leave the spider crowd out of here. John, uh, you shopping for pipes still on your end?
3: Yeah, I'm still shopping for pipes. <laughs> <laughs> how,
1: how long you been, how long you been shopping for pipes, John? <laughs>
3: Since last time I talked to you, <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. The Spider crowd is definitely different, man. Uh, they are they do a lot of research. I want to say like all Spider riders are engineers, you know, because uh, they've got that very methodical mindset. Um, they're they're very particular about stuff, about sound, about fitment, um, you know. So they definitely do their homework. But I know when I talked to John, I mean, my personal, in my personal opinion, we we make two. Well, we we offer quite a few for all the different models, but there's basically two main ones and it's either a single exhaust that we run on them or it's a dual style exhaust, almost kind of a stacked like kind of shotgun style exhaust. And I told John, uh he's you he got the RSS, right John?
3: I do. And uh,
1: you're not running, the, you're not running any bags, right? Unless you're going to be carrying, I think, who was it? Rico's or who's stuff? <laughs> that's mine, Rich. That's mine. R- Rich's stuff. <laughs> you know, he has
3: no room on that, that soft-tailed, you know, deuce. He has no room, so.
1: <laughs> and no People, desire. He, he might be getting you some bags for Christmas or something. So. <laughs> but uh, no, in my opinion, I think the dual system just looks badass. It's, it's a killer look on the bike. Um, it's more stylish to me. It's something, you know, if I were going to ride a spider, that's what I would go with the single one we designed as well too obviously is a little bit more cost effective because you're paying for one muffler or if you're running bags, you kind of have, you can only run, you know, one muffler. So just, you know, again, there's a few options you can go with. And then again, you know, can am also came out with, uh, was it 2000? Correct me if I'm wrong. 14 or 15. that they came out with the, uh, the three cylinder. Uh, it's 15. I think they did. They yeah. I know they changed the motor and everyone was really, really stoked on that. It, uh, said it had better power and the transmission felt better it just it was a new bike they, they called it but um we had to make some changes as well when um when they uh came out with that bike so we offer some different mufflers for that uh, an s1r system no duels on that one yet unfortunately but uh we actually did do the first cat delete though on a f3 on that one's kind of i think it, they were going for kind of like a ferrari styling on the front of it it's, you know super sporty looking Wow. we get guys calling for the s 3s and um that thing is definitely loud uh that pipe rips <laughs>
3: yeah in fact uh k not going to make the rs anymore they uh got rid of the 998 rotax engine so it's all L93 okay. now
1: yeah yeah i mean you know they started they started uh with a great uh you know idea a great uh you know product and um uh, you know since then they've kind of improved upon it and at some point you know you kind of cut the cord and on, you know, where you initially began and, um, you just move forward. So that's what they're doing. And, you know, you see a lot of spider guys on the road and, uh, yeah, they've absolutely crushed it with spiders. Man, those were big sellers for us for the past couple of years. They've done awesome. And there are a lot of spider events too, you know, so they got spider fest out there and, you know, a couple of these things, you know, draw thousands of people out there on spiders.
3: Yeah. I think, uh, after talking with you, I'm probably going to go with the, you know, your exhaust whenever I get the time to, the funds go out
1: there and get it and do the dual yeah yeah i mean we'll talk more about that on the back end but yeah we'll definitely get you set up with that and you know i know it's something you'll be stoked on it's a, just oh, a yeah. killer looking exhaust they sound great um you know it's just a, a nice throaty um sounding exhaust and you know i've heard some of the other ones out there the acros and whatnot and um you know i don't want to be biased but i i really dig the sound on, on ours and that's what i've always liked about them before i even started working here it was just you know they just had a great sound to them. They had a great name. And, you know, you, you want to take yeah. pride in, in the place you work. So, I was, you know, I was really, I was really jazzed, to, you know, to jump on board here with these guys.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. All right, fellas. Well, we're, we're closing in on an hour. You want to do a round table? One last thought?
2: Well, let's have, uh, let's have them plug their website. Great.
0: Well, for sure. Yeah. Best place to find your products.
1: Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. So, I mean. We've got, a, I think, a rad website. Um, we're going to be changing as the first of the year uh, to make it a little bit uh, more user-friendly. But if you go to www.2bros, uh, T-W-O-B-R-O-S.com, you can jump on there and select whether you got a sport bike or a Harley or uh, you know an off-road side-by-side or a dirt bike. And The cool thing with our website is it's got pictures, everything. We try and include sound clips with videos. Dino runs if we can do them decibel testing how much weight loss you're gonna lose on the, on the you know pipe exchange and uh we've got color instructions on there too so you know yep. if you want to check out the instructions pages and and enlarge them you know when you get to a certain section and you're having some issues you can do that and um so
0: yeah the media on the on the website is is really cool The just the sound alone being able to hear the different sounds and i like how you guys take you take the audio from different points of the bike. So you're behind the bike, you're you're to the side, you know, you're from the seat It's really, really good idea to get a sense for how it sounds other than just, you know, one stock clip.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's a really cool thing that I've noticed a lot of the websites don't have. And, um, the the nicest thing obviously is to be able to hear it in person, but you know, a lot of times it's just not possible. It's not possible unless you drive around everywhere looking for, you know, somebody who's got that on their bike. So, uh, you know, we try and give as much info to the, to the customers as we can. And, um, uh, you know, at the same time too, it's not like we, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, try and, uh, you know, bump up or falsify any of the sounds. Like you said, you know, we, we try and do them from the side and, you know, kind of come around towards the back and rev it and have them take off on the stop. And, uh, you know, pretty sure. much everyone's running those $10 Walmart speakers. So, you know, it's, uh, it's the best sound you're going to get. <laughs> All right. John, last thought for you?
3: No, but, uh, thanks for, you know, no questions, nothing, but thanks for coming on, Greg. It's great meeting you at the show. And
1: Yeah, definitely. Nice meeting you as well, too. Yeah, it was cool seeing you out there. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to go out and do the Ray Price Expo again. It was really cool of, uh, Becky to, uh, invite us out there and, uh, you know, set up our product and just be a part of the show. And, um, yeah, it's just been, uh, it's been a really cool whirlwind traveling around meeting a lot of people and, um, you know, that's, that's the great thing about this industry is everyone's, you know, got a lot of passion for motorcycles and just different products and bikes. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's nice to get out of the office and, you know, see that on people's faces, you know, makes you remember why you love doing what you do. Yep. All right. Mr. Hogan.
2: Well, uh, last thoughts. I think, uh, more power to your brother. Keep on keeping on. Congrats on the baby. Get her out on her bike soon.
1: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll
2: love to have you back uh, to get an update.
1: Yeah, definitely. I appreciate you guys. Um, anytime. You guys, uh, please you know, hit us up. Uh, you know, we'd, uh, we'd love to talk more to you guys down the road. And uh, like I said, if there's anything you guys need for your bikes or whatever, um, you've got my number. You've got my email. We'll definitely be talking. And um, yeah, that's where she's going gone in 2017. Amen, brother.
0: All right. So, yeah, once again, thanks, Greg, for your time. I appreciate it. Uh echo what Rico said. Congrats on the baby and um, enjoy that. It's California sunshine. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot.
1: All right, you guys. I appreciate it, man. Have a, have a good rest of the day. And uh, yeah, if you guys need anything, like I said, uh, you've got my email, and whatnot. Uh, you know, you want to pick up a pipe. Who's got the? Didn't someone have an FJ9? That's one bike we're going to talk about. Are you thinking about getting one? Rich.
0: I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it's it's
1: high on my list. Okay.
0: Yeah, for new bikes.
1: Man, that's a cool bike. Yeah, the FZ9, when that came out, was a, a huge seller for us. And then the FJ9 came out, and then another great bike. Uh, the funny thing is, that pipe would have fit up perf- perfectly from the FZ9, but it's got a center stand. Uh, so we redesigned it. The FJ9 will fit both the FZ9 and the FJ9, but uh, not the other way around. But yeah, it. it's a killer bike. So.
0: Awesome. All right. Thanks, sir.
1: Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Later.
2: Uh, you too
0: oh that was cool so big thanks again to Greg for hanging out with us and I think this is only our second exhaust sort of manufacturer or representative since Aaron from Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is that correct John?
3: am I even close? second exhaust I think who else we've had I don't
0: think we've had any other exhaust guests specifically
3: yeah nope just Aaron and uh, and Greg cool been our only exhaust people so, and I know we're doing research, the, the Spider or Two Brothers makes the exhaust, it was one of the exhaust manufacturers for spiders, and and I, I think I'm leaning towards
0: it. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so now you've seen and you've heard a couple of samples, um, we'll have some links to uh, some good audio and video that, that Two Brothers puts out for their, for their exhaust pipes, and are you leaning one way or the other, John? Single, dual, carbon, steel?
3: I think that the black series carbon is what I'm leaning towards. And I'm thinking about the dual, nice. um, with, with talking with, uh, Greg at the capital city bike fest, he mentioned, I was talking about the singles and the duels, And he said that the single is louder than the duels. Oh, interesting. So that was, he says, you know, an issue and stuff. So and an interesting thing on the spider, I was talking about on the, some of the site with a spider with the dino testing, they can't really dino test a spider the exhaust is really hard for them because they have to have all three wheels moving because of the Can-Am's um, technology with the wheels moving. So they have to have the front move and the rear one moving to dyno test them.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So they need like a rolling road kind of thing.
3: Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. And it was a great meeting Greg when I was there. And, you know, glad we got him on the show. So. Yeah, cool guy. I have a feeling his free time is going to change with that baby, though. He's in for a oh, surprise. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah just is. a little bit. Just a little bit. But uh, now, now our listeners can also, our Harley guys can go out there and think about two brothers other than Vance and Hines. Yeah, it's nice. And I, I got to say, I've listened
0: to a bunch of them. Um, we don't have time necessarily in the episode to play them tonight, but but definitely we have links to all of them in the show notes. And one of my favorites, Rico, believe it or not, is the Victory Gunner. I think that that sounds nice. Yeah, it does. It sounds
3: real good. In the crackle.
0: Can't wait to hear the what they do to the Indians. That'll be cool.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool that he, he kind of, I don't know, let out. I'm not sure if people follow on the Indian forums about two brothers coming up, but it's pretty cool that, you know, that they're, we got information that they're doing that. So, yeah, it was a good time. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. Breaking news. Breaking news.
0: So, I don't know. Rico, are you, are you pleased enough with your. Reinhardt's that you're not even shopping anymore or would you still give something else a look at this point?
2: That's a good question because um, I don't know. It, it, it'll have to be something really innovative. <laughs> <laughs> that's innovative.
3: <laughs> innovative. Yeah,
2: I think uh, the Jekyll and Hyde, you know, if I didn't have Reinhardt's, I would have that exhaust because that's, that's a nice feature to turn them on or off. And they sound just as good.
0: Yep. In terms of innovative, that is neat and having the split personality is cool as well. Because now that, Mm -hmm. you know, I've quieted mine a bit, I don't enjoy it as much when I'm out riding. I mean I like that it's it's a little more subdued and I can maybe ride later at night without sort of you know, blowing out the neighborhood, but I just I when I'm riding I just wish it was louder again. So it'd be nice to have both.
3: Yep. Well, I think it's kind of cool how the two brothers how we was talking about the fact that you could put the tips in the back to quiet them down or remove it to make it loud. Yeah, the serviceability is is
0: really nice to be able to just remove the tip, slide another baffle in. That would be nice. That that's almost as good, you know, for my money. If I'm going to ride super early, I would do that. Slide them in, ride it around like that for a while, and then when I want to wake it up, change them out.
3: Yep. If it's just a little torque, you know, thing, let it cool off for a little bit and pop it out. Indeed, and and they look nice too. Yeah, they look really nice. Well, maybe you'll have to think about it. Well, let's ask you guys: Would you think about? Would you give two brothers a look if you have to buy? If you had a different bike, what not aftermarket exhaust? Would you you take a look?
2: Oh yeah, definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely.
3: Yeah, and that's why
0: I was asking about the R6. I mean, the the pipe that Rico has on it. I love the sound. It's a really nice. It's a nice look, and it's just a beautiful sound. But I would almost want to keep that for the street, and then if I'm going to put the bike on the track, just get something else, because I would hate to have something happen to that, especially because they don't make them anymore.
2: (laughs) Right. And that's a French pipe, by the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's pretty neat. I found
0: some forums on it, and people that have it are passionate about it, and there's a lot of people that would like to have it, but they don't make it anymore. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right, let's do a U-turn. Well, a couple of episodes ago, or was it just our last episode? No, it was two ago, right, John? 60. Oh, dear. Now I'm going to have to look because it's going to bug me.
3: I'm working on it. Continue <laughs> on
0: talking. I'll look for it up. Anyway, a couple of episodes ago, and John will look, we had some fun with race car audio. And we also had a listener asking about Cadillac getting back into sports car racing and whether that would replace the Corvette. Uh, Well, it turns out they did replace the Corvette, but in the prototype series, not the the GT Le Mans series that the Corvette C7R runs in. And it looks like they've unveiled the car. So the Cadillac Daytona Prototype, um, or what they're calling now DPI or Daytona Prototype International, will kick off the season this year at Daytona. Oddly enough, John, with one of our old NASCAR buddies, Jeff
3: Gordon. As part of the team. <laughs> oh boy. But he's a good race driver. And the answer to the question is episode sixty four where we talked about the leg up landing gear and uh we had the fun with the race car audio. That's right. Sixty four.
0: Thanks, John. No problem. So yeah, this is interesting. It's a it's a cool looking car. Uh, they're still using a naturally aspirated V eight in it, which I like to see. They didn't go all turboed out like like Ford has with the GT and I, I can't wait to see it. The car looks fantastic sharp lines it's got kind of modern cadillac style but maybe a hint of corvette You squint in there uh i just think it's great rico have you had a chance to see it i know you've been busy but i don't know if you've actually seen it
2: no i haven't seen it i'm actually looking for pictures now so the new cadillac daytona prototype
3: while you're looking for that an article i'm reading here says uh it's going to make a public on track debut during a two-day IMS, uh, sanctioned testing at Daytona international speedway on December 13th and 14th coming up soon.
0: Yeah. Next week. Yeah. And I actually want to, I want to get to Daytona this year. I don't know when, but I need to go down. My my parents are down there. They do the snowbird thing. So I want to visit them, maybe catch the front end of bike week, depending on timing, um, or possibly the Rolex 24 and see this beautiful new Cadillac and the bad boy Corvettes. So I don't know. I'm going to be getting the floor to Florida this winter. I just don't know when. So nice. Sent you a link, Rico.
2: No, I got it. I got it. Okay. It is sharp. It is a sharp, sharp truck car. Yeah. I like the 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 Cadillac kind of like emblem they have right there in the middle. It's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, it's nice, and that's cool to see to see Jeff Gordon getting into that. I mean, I know he's retired from NASCAR, but it's cool to see them those kind of guys cross over. I've always liked that. You know, back in the day when when Earnhardt drove for uh you know the corvette racing team i always thought that was cool and and that's one of my most prized uh collectible models that i have I've got a big 118 scale of a i believe it's a c5r corvette that's pretty cool
2: yeah this is going to be a sharp car to watch go around the track for sure Did they
3: announced who else is going to be riding with or teaming up with him
0: uh let's see this is going to be i believe this is wayne taylor racing and action express if i'm not mistaken I'm just looking at the Cadillac press release now. So I don't have the driver's names offhand, but that's the two teams fielding the cars.
3: Okay. Be kind of neat if they, I mean, I know, uh, Tony Stewart in the past has done it too. That'd be a pretty sick team. If you got him and Tony in the team. Oh
0: yeah. So yeah, this will be 6.2 liter V eight. Um, basically about 600 horsepower tuned for, uh, IMSA, you know, specs, so, and a maximum maximum allowable RPM of seventy six hundred. So, should sound pretty good too. I can't wait! I can't wait for the start of the season. I, I don't watch much NASCAR anymore, but uh, this WeatherTech Series uh, under IMSA, I do watch. That night, sweet and Isle of Man,
2: right, Rico? All right, all right.
0: Which we need to go to, man. Talk about road trip.
2: Oh, that that would be a huge road trip right there. But I'm up for it. Hmm. Cool.
0: Alright. Anything else you guys want to cover? Motorcycle
3: or car related? Yeah, yeah, I have some stuff that's motorcycle related. Okay, okay. I, I got some an email today from Charlotte uh, racetrack. The flat track at Charlotte's gonna be April first. Is it April? Wow, April I thought it was April. over the summer. No, nope, they, they 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 I think was last year, but they the email I got said the it was gonna be April first. You sure that's not a joke being April first? No, because it had the whole schedule. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but they had a whole list of schedule. What they had listed out for, for uh, for all the tracks. All right. Well, all the events that start over the next year. Let's set it up. We have to go. We have to
0: be there this year. All right. Because I missed it last year. Really wanted to go, and with the new Indian bike, you know, going head to head with Harley. Can't wait. Can't wait.
3: Yep. So that's something I want to throw out there. We had a U-turn. We've talked about that in the past. So throw it out there that April 1st looks like the date. Absolutely.
0: Okay. A couple of quick events to talk about just briefly. There's the Triumph Bobber event here in Charlotte. Uh, that's going to be on December 16th. It's a Friday evening event at Sugar Creek Brewing. And that is um, put on by Triumph, but also run by Motorcycles of Charlotte. And then we've talked about this before, but going to try my, my darndest to get to that. I had a chat with Aaron earlier today, uh, Mr. Aaron Smith and, He's going to try and make it with me if he's available. So it could be fun. Fun time.
3: bikes. Nice. And- what else we got lined up?
0: Bikes and beer. That's our style. Um, Easy riders. January 21st. Need to get tickets. Need to get lined up for that. Charge our batteries. And look for another good time at that. Uh, let's see. Did you have something else, Sean?
3: No, I was just Rick was okay over there. He kind of like. Oh, okay. Side a little bit. Is he sad because he can't make easy ride? I did. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: I am a little sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a heck of a trip just for a one-day bike show. I know, right? I'll take pictures for you, man. I will, I promise.
3: I'll take video for you, Rico.
2: Awesome. That's all I need.
3: Well, Rich, maybe <laughs> we should be do just a live like I was feed. there. Maybe we should do a live feed with Rico. We could do
0: that. A little Skype video or something.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, that would be awesome
0: be some funny recordings to hang out. Have you piped in remotely? It'd be like the Rico cam. you know we could have you right. on like a monitor.
2: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: See my head. We could put all sorts of funny hats on it and rude things.
2: be like Max Hedrum.
0: <laughs> oh, we're so doing that. <laughs> all right, fellas. thank you once again. Much appreciated. and I would also like to thank the riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That would be our first five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion, our barbershop rider, Chuck, and the riders group, Steve and Titus. Lastly, let's not forget our insiders, Micah and my brother, Kenny. Thanks, everyone, for your support. Much, much appreciated. Loudpipes.net slash donate is the place to be if you want to ride with us and join in on some of the fun. And for all of your swag needs, head over to loudpipes.net slash store. And give John something to do over the weekend. Additional information for this episode, including links and images, can be found on our website, bobpipes.net slash sixty-seven. Here you'll find links to leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media. Monsieur Hogan. See you senor. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Oh John. Hey, everyone. Yeah, don't forget John. Sorry.
3: Yeah, yeah. Forget me. I see how you are. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>
0: This has been an r Studio production. Check us out at rdubstudios.com, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio.